0: The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network.
1: You're tuning in to Flawed and Fabulous. I'm Ash, and I like to think we are all flawed, but we are also fucking fabulous. Welcome to episode 13. Hello, Courtney. Hello, Ash. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Actually, to be honest, I I'm a little freaked out about <laughs> coronavirus. I know. And I was so cool, calm and collected about it until you just like turned me pandemic style. <laughs> I'm off to Bali on Tuesday and I'm now like, am I? Am I actually going to Bali Just so now? everyone
0: knows, Ash's next podcast will be live streamed because I'm not <laughs> sitting in the studio with someone who's been traveling. <laughs>
1: Not fair, no, but now I've got to do some serious thought processing. So, yeah, watch this space to see where I am this time next week. People are like, what beach is that? A beach <laughs> in Bali or is it a beach on the Gold Coast? Well, just like every episode, we are starting with our angel cards. Courts has shuffled and pulled their card. And I have
0: stay inside and don't touch anyone.
1: Oh, I was like, <laughs> literally, like, my face, I was like, stay where? I was
0: like, this is not a card. Reward yourself. Oh. You've been giving a lot of yourself lately and it's time for you to receive. Make the time to reward yourself in a meaningful way. This balance of giving and receiving is essential to keeping your energy and mood and motivation at a consistently high
1: level. You drew this card because it's time to reward yourself for all your hard work. Everyone needs rewards and you are no exception. A treat will boost your energy, mood and motivation. Invest in yourself and make time for self-care today. Give yourself a much desired item, trip or service and notice how your inner child blooms with joy from this loving attention. Additional meanings for this card. Take the day off from work today. (laughs) (laughs) splurge
0: that's never happening
1: i feel like that's so relevant with like your sketch um splurge on a treat for yourself balance giving with receiving make sure that you're allowing yourself to receive appreciate all that you have done
0: I feel like this doesn't actually ring true today because I always buy my shit when I self when I want it. I'm always treating myself, to be honest. So I just don't think treat
1: yourself. <laughs> you get it.
0: I mean, like I'm single. I don't have any children. Like I have disposable income, so I buy things when I want them. I don't it's think you'd really... ever take
1: a day off work, though. Oh no, definitely not. So that was one of the things that it's yeah, said but like that's then.
0: ridiculous. Isn't <laughs> happening. What a joke. You <laughs> imagine how much work I have to catch up on. I do. I am now starting to take. I'm forced to take the Fridays off to my have immune immunotherapy therapy because, that doesn't really count yeah. I
1: don't think the day that you have cancer it, it treatment it doesn't it doesn't feel like a, a, da- a, 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 a day off with your Actually, and you might be feeling <laughs> fantastic but
0: update on that I haven't told you I don't think I've told you yet they called me yesterday and they let me know that I no longer can be treated at their facility I have to go to the hospital because of my reactions they're scared that I need to be around more medical professionals so oh. I now have to go to that facility for the appointment in the morning and then go to the hospital what to have hos- my immunotherapy. The private hospital still. So that's, at the moment I don't want to be anywhere near Gold Coast, City, the Gold Coast Hospital because, like, that's where the corona victims are
1: hanging out. You know, I'm they're in a- quarantine over there. I don't want to be near the hospital. I've had the same card twice this week. What one is that? Ground yourself. Ah. I don't know, what's wrong with me? Um, Ground yourself. When you detach from awareness of your body and the physical world, you become ungrounded. Although it's pleasant to float heavenward, your attention and work are needed upon earth. uh, We're helping you balance the spiritual and material so that you can enjoy a fulfilling earthly life. This card is a signal
0: that your energy and attention needs to be grounded. If you've been feeling spacey and confused or forgetful, this card speaks to the reason. Ungroundedness means... Do you think that's a word? I'm not sure. Means that your attention is directed up too high as if you're not in your body. A balance is needed between a focus on your spirit and focus on earth. You can ground yourself by walking barefoot on the grass or soil. Do you go barefoot on the beach? Yeah. Okay. Um, And focus on earth. You can ground yourself by walking barefoot or by eating foods from the ground like potatoes or carrots, by rubbing your bare feet, by touching a tree or a plant, or by visualizing roots coming up from the bottom of your feet into the earth. Grounding will help you to better concentrate and focus and you will increase your connections to your angels. Additional meanings for this card. Spend time gardening, working with flower essences, adjust your diet and other lifestyle habits so that they support your mental and physical awareness. Make sure the word's you speak and write are practical, grounded, and understandable. Go down to earth and authentic, sorry, sorry. Be down to earth and authentic in your relationship. Send love and light to mother. Earth. Sorry, that was a struggle for me to read today, dear God. <laughs>
1: today, Julia. <laughs> Does that ring true for you? Um, well, I actually think that's the third time I've had this card in the space of 10 days. Oh, my God, your ego's out of control. Yeah, and I'm like, so I thought I was doing this fan, but I might have Maybe to. they're just not on the mark today because we're so heightened with the virus, like the angels are confused. <laughs> I did say that you fostered me. Like, I was very chill when yeah. I came in here, and now I'm all like, am I actually going to Bali? Because now I'm like, my not sure. My friend will be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, maybe. I think that the,
0: the primary, this is we're recording this on a Thursday before, so a week before. I know, before. but we're going
1: to heaps of day clubs. And so oh. you just told me that like this pool's got closer oh, to other yeah. places and we've planned all these like Cafe Del Mar and Finns and Mississippi and Omnia. And now I'm like, water, 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 water. Well, ScoMo's speaking tonight at seven o'clock to yes. the nation, so maybe he'll give you some answers. Yes. By the time you've heard this podcast, you'll know what's going I said. <laughs> um, and
0: you'll know if she was in the pool. <laughs>
1: All right. So, what is today's episode about, Ash? Today we are going just because we've both been going through some things, and I've just wrapped up kind of the the fortnight of emotional roller coaster, which includes like my wedding anniversary, horns passing, and all those sort of things. I have felt a different wave of emotions, so I thought today it would be a good idea to chat about um, ways that you deal with emotions, suppress emotions, how to. Um, have good habits and routines and mindset to better negative emotions and also the power of conversations.
0: All right. (laughs) So why did you decide to do this topic? Because like we, I don't know, I kind of was saying to you like, oh, I think maybe we'd be good at this topic because we're not over, we kind of deal with our emotions quite well, I guess. We sort our emotions yeah. quite well.
1: I feel like the more research um, I'm doing on things to do with this is like obviously flagged to me that the way that I did process things when Horn first passed away or any stressful kind of situation in my life is that I don't deal with it the way that I should in the beginning. Okay. I kind of switch off to it, I go into like um, flight or fight. Mode, is that what that saying is? Yeah. Yeah. And then suppress, 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 tell everyone I'm okay, that I'm doing fine. And then all of a sudden, I'm not. Okay. And um, something happened at work the other day, and I got like very annoyed about it. And um, I was like dealing with it. And um, uh, my uh, Angie, who works with me, she was like, Ooh, you're angry. And I was like, How do you know I'm angry? And she's like, You're whistling. I know that you're angry when you whistle. What do you mean? <laughs> and I was like, "Do I?" And she's like, "Yes." You're like you're just sitting over there, like doing your work, where you're like. <laughs> Like, am I trying to like whistle them oh away? Gosh. But I wasn't conscious at all that I did that. And instead of me just like going to the people that had frustrated me at that point, I was just whistling at my desk, like <laughs> trying to work through it. But um, then after she pointed that out to me, I went and spoke to the people, and I wasn't whistling anymore. Interesting, I see. So I feel like there's a lot of us out there. Well. I was actually just talking to you before about a TED Talk that I watched today, which was by Susan David and it was The Gift and Power of Emotional Courage. and um, But it was really good and she was talking about um, – array of different things but it, it, it. I didn't expect it to go into talking about grief and loss and pain um, and she was talking about how her dad passed away when she was younger and people just used to say to her like how are you like how are you going and she would just smile and say okay and be and they'd all say oh you're so strong and like in this like five minute window of it starting like so much resonated with me and like oh my god Oh my good! Oh my goodness, God, um, that I have done this. Like I have been not okay, and I'm just saying I'm okay, so I don't actually have to have the conversation with the person about it. Interesting. And you're obviously going through things in your own life where you know you don't want to be like the pity party but you want people to be understanding that it's a massive life change um, but then you don't want to be the centre of attention and then you're trying to create awareness but then you're like is this like me like trying to gain attention but it's about the awareness and so it's one of those things where the more time that goes on for me and probably even in my age and my maturity that recognising emotion and being able to speak about it isn't actually a sign of weakness. And we've spoken about Brene Brown before and the books and um, her TED Talk. And I think that ultimately people, and especially in Australia, just really shit at having conversations about feelings. They just want everything to be, like, funny or, yeah. like, really positive and um, they're kind of hiding their, like, true feelings in respect for the how the other person will react. Yeah, exactly.
0: I think that um, maybe we should get into some sort of tangible things that we yeah. do to sort of, like, handle our deal, slot in, whatever yeah. it is, with our emotions. Yeah. And I do want to say, though, for me – I don't have any sort of anxiety or depression issues, so it is easier said than done for somebody yes, that doesn't definitely. have mental health issues. So I do want to like put that caveat in there that any advice I give today is it the luxury that I don't have those absolutely, kinds of and there
1: are services and professionals out there to assist people that do. Um suffer from mental illness and, um, yeah, there's a lot of great services available ask for, for that. Yeah, ask for help. We'll definitely. leave the
0: lifeline number in the drop down of yeah. this episode. Yeah, that's good. Um, So how do you kind of want to start with, what do you, I think maybe instead of dealing with like death and cancer, let's just go for like the everyday things that people have. Obviously when I get
1: frustrated I whistle, so (laughs) I've figured that out now. So I'm going to try and deal with like not whistling (laughs) and thinking that I'm joyfully like typing at my desk whistling when I seriously am like, ah, but um. I'm obviously my mental well-being and the way that I deal with emotions that I go one or two ways. Like um, as I said to you earlier in the week, um, on Tuesday was Horn's funeral day and I had planned all this stuff and um, I thought, yep, I'm ready. It's been like three years. I've never really posted anything about this. And then the day came and I was like, no, nah. I'm like not okay. I don't want to fake it. I don't want to have this like, you know, like intensity on Instagram where people are flooding me with their, you know, their thinking of yous and all of that. I just literally wanted to be a sloth on the couch and eat and watch TV and do that. That sounds like my weekend, every weekend. (laughs) And then I did that and the next day I was like, okay, I'm done with slothing. I'm going to go for my walk and obviously um, I was good that the rain had cleared and allowed me to go and do that. And then I just walked along the beach, listened to music, grounded myself, put my feet in the sand, and yeah, I felt 110. Well, not 110, and about 90% better than what I did the day before. And then I obviously, you know how like you have your memories on Facebook, but when it's something like a big event, it's actually the day before that the the day after. Sorry that the memories come up. Oh, really? So yeah, so like they. Like to say, for example, like Horn's funeral, that like no one posted about it on the day they were there, they were being present. But the next day, like actual video footage and stuff like that. So where I thought I dealt with it on the Tuesday, I was like, I'm aware of this day after like notifications. And I'm like, I'm not checking my memories today. I don't need a memory. Yeah, I, a I remember it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Facebook to remind me. So yeah, I think being aware of triggering things, yeah. um, which takes time. It takes work, um, in figuring out what makes you upset or even what can make you happy to pull you away from that. Um, for me, it's not always people. People don't usually change my mood. They, I have to do it on my own.
0: I think for me, like I, I'm I don't know what my staff would say, but I think I'm pretty <laughs> in control of my moods. Like I don't have huge like aggressive days where I come in and everyone's like, oh, Courtney's in a Stamping, terrible mood. Stamping, dun 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 dun, 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 dun yeah. on Her broomstick and, um, like flying through the office. But Aaron's like raising his brows like does she. Um, and I, then I don't have days where I'm like super like over the top excited. Like yeah. I think I'm pretty level most of the time. Yeah. And I have like a few things that I've like learned over the years that I kind of do to kind of make sure that I can stay mentally level, I guess.
1: Um, And one of those things, do you find like that that is though then mentally numb?
0: No, I'm definitely not numb because yeah. I vent all the time, as you would know, because yeah. i my venting board. So I'm definitely <laughs> not numb. And I love it. Numb. So some of the things I've done is like, one, I have to vent it. Like yeah. I have to get it out. and It doesn't have to be to the person yeah. always. You know, a lot of things are so like... So you need
1: to voice. Yeah, I yeah. need to
0: be able to like vent how I'm feeling, have someone say like, that's a reasonable reaction back to me. <laughs> Agree with me. Yes. will get out. And then I feel like, okay, I've kind of like said it. I can like let it's validation. it go. Yeah. Yep. And that's sort of like my, I think my ability to see the bigger picture where it's like choose your battles, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like every time, like if you said something now that in this podcast and it was like something minor, I'm not going to hold on to that three days and be like, Ash, I'd like to address this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got to choose your battles and realize that that's not worth yeah. it. Like get over it. And
1: opinions and facts are two different things. Yeah, exactly. So everyone's so, entitled to share their thoughts, but it's kind of in the delivery sometimes more than what they're actually saying. It's the delivery.
0: And so I also try to always understand that when someone says something that I don't like or whatever it might be or does something, I always try to see like what was the intention of what they did. And that usually can calm me down. So it's like if someone says, you know, like someone might say, like I don't know, like a few weeks ago someone made a joke in the office that was like about how I used to be a lot bigger than what I am now. And it's like at first I was like, what the fuck? Dude, like, you know? was it? But then I was like, you know what? They were just trying to make a joke. And yeah. I make jokes all the time. It wasn't coming from a bad place. Yeah. You know, they're one of my friends. Like, it's a joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let it go. Yeah, And so it's the ability to go, like, you know, Think but about it's like it, I can make fun of me, you can't
1: make fun of me. Yes, like that but, persona that everyone has. It's like, or even like a sibling. you like, fuck them, Like then And someone says when well, you say, what'd you say about my brother? Like, no, I'm exactly. gonna take you down.
0: Yeah, but then it's also like you have to have the ability to step back and be like, in the scheme of things, what is this imp- person's intention towards me? It wasn't to hurt my feelings. They were just making a joke. Like they don't yeah. do it all the time. It was just an offhanded thing. Yeah, it's the kind of joke I. They just beat me to the punch with my own joke. You That's know, you're
1: really upset about. Pardon? (laughs) That's what you were really upset (laughs) about.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I wanted the laugh, you know, so I kind of try to do that. And then the other thing that's helped me over the years, because when I was younger, like a teenager, I wasn't able to deal with my emotions as well, um, was more that you can't control how the other people are reacting. So say, mm-hmm. for instance, you and I were in a fight and you did things that were, like, triggering me and upsetting me or whatever, and then you continuously do them and those are those are your opinions that I can't change. I have to kind of realise all I can change in this situation is how I'm reacting. I yes. can't change you. No. And there were a lot of people in my lives that I didn't agree with the things that they were, you know, just and the that's... beliefs that they
1: have and stuff But people that are going to be in your lives forever that you can't, like get rid of that are always going to be there. Usually why an argument turns into an argument because people aren't doing what you're saying. Yeah. They're too busy screaming at each other or like, you know, being volatile about the situation to rather be like, okay, that's them. This is me. I'm going to respond my way and I'm not going to react.
0: Yeah. Like, so I mean, it's hard. It's easy to the dart. And I still, you know, sometimes it's like, what oh, did you just say? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, but... For the most part, (laughs) for the most part, when you have a look at someone's intention and like what you can control in a situation, I've learned to kind of surrender that because it's like, I can't fix how you're going to change the way that you're interacting with me in this situation. All I can do is fix how I feel about it. Yeah. And that's the kind of work that I did like a few years to try to be like, I can only change how I feel and I react in this situation. I think when you feel like you can control your emotions, take them back, not that they're controlling you. Yeah. You feel like you can actually manage yourself through the situation a bit better.
1: Yeah. I, in um, the TED talk that I watched, she actually said something about kind of like that. She said, when people say, like, I am sad, I am angry, it's like you are not your emotions. Yes. So saying things like that, you need to be like, I notice I am feeling sad. I notice I am feeling angry. Like it is not. Who you are, it's just how you are feeling. So um training your brain to have that thought process of how you word things can actually alleviate like the length of time that you're feeling that way because you're not labeling yourself. yeah, you're addressing the emotion.
0: I think another thing that I like to do, I think with you as well, is that we're quite self-aware, yes, which I think is a big thing. you know when my friends come to me and tell me these things, you know, this happened, can you believe it? And it's like, Yes. Mm, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think I sort of have the ability to go like, what did I play? Yeah, what role? What part did I play in this? You know, it's even like I've vented to you before about things like with um, like friends or staff or whatever. And I, you know, then ultimately say to you, well, I let this become a slippery slope. That's the part that I played. So I need to address it and then move past it. You know what I mean? So it's like you have to be able to be self-aware to see like, you know, for instance, I have a family member who has very different beliefs to me on certain issues that I feel very strongly about. And so like when things would happen, they would trigger me and then I'd react very like, oh my God, what is wrong with you kind of thing. And yeah. it's like, but then they would get mad that I'm belittling them. And it's like, okay, I see how we're triggering each other. Yeah. I'm self-aware enough to see that like, I've made you feel a certain way. So now that's how you've reacted. And then you've made me feel that way. and Now I've reacted that way. It's not just like, it takes you to tango to feel yeah. and communicate Definitely. In these situations, you know, what I mean, it's all too easy to be like, "Oh,
1: it's that person's fault. They made me feel this way. La la la." I think family are like probably the most triggering you can have, or yeah. long-term friends. You know, like there can be someone that kind of like is in your day-to-day life that you're like, oh, they do my head in. But you're also like, ugh, like I don't actually have enough energy or emotion to deal with that. I'm like, that's you. This is me. But when it's a family member or whether it's a close friend or someone that's in your immediate circle, um, it's really hard sometimes to... Not get triggered and yeah. um you can stew on it then you take it home you talk to your partner or you talk to another friend and you're just like oh my god like and the, the main thing like I've always come in like you need to talk to that person. Yeah, taking action like, is the number one thing. Yeah, and it's the hardest thing to do. It's way easier to bitch about someone. Yeah. Like, and we all do it. Like, don't get me wrong. I've gotten better at the, like, I used to be pretty cutthroat in a group situation where if someone was saying something that I didn't like, I would be like straight in, cut them off. I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> um, even though I might still think that sometimes, I don't voice it. I let, you know, the, being a listener is way more powerful than being a talker. You will gain so much more from a conversation if you sit back and listen and let the person talk it out um, and then, you know, let them have their peace and then get into it and be like, okay, well, for starters, <laughs> this, <laughs> this and this is wrong now that you've finished because there's nothing worse when someone's talking and say, let me finish. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, I, I want to jump in so badly. I'm going to forget my point if I don't say it now. I know, I'm like taking notes in the friendship <laughs> conversations. But, yeah, it's like and in an argument, the, the let me finish would come up so much. So if people just sit there and listen. The steam runs out from the argument for one, because yeah. the person isn't getting triggered back.
0: Yeah, like exactly. when you
1: keep butting in and trying to add your two cents, they're just like, "Well, you let me finish." <laughs> like yeah. so, um, but yeah, now I was that person that would just be like, no nope, I I don't agree." Like, and now yeah. I just sit there and let it like play out, and then I'm like, "Okay, coming in to steal the show." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, I think another thing that we both do is gratitude as well. Mm -hmm. And that sort of helps you with perspective on things. And it does put the small stuff into perspective a little more, I think, if you can practice being more grateful for things and – being able to see silver linings a little bit easier. Your daily
1: gratitude ritual is um, you know, becoming probably quite addictive for you. Like It's something yeah. that you look forward to doing. Well, I get every- a lot of messages, people saying like, do
0: it every day, please. I like this. Yeah. For me, actually, it's not something that's new to me. The way that I do it is new, like with those cards and stuff. But I grew up, as I've said before, Catholic. Yeah. And so every single night since I was like born, I have prayed and thanked God. Yeah. Whether I believe in that exactly what it is, I've really liked the ritual yeah. of thanking like a higher being for like I name very specific things yep. every single night before I go to sleep so I've always practiced gratitude so this actually isn't new to me just the
1: form that I'm doing it in is brand new yeah and that's um, all about evolving in life too yeah. like there's you know you can still things in kids from a very young age even um I love what you're doing like with your staff about you know daily gratitude where like everyone's getting involved and I'm um, making them think too like you don't need to be like pardon the like the expression, Like you don't need to be Bible basher about it. Oh, but no. like if you're generally coming with good intentions, like, yeah, let's try it. Let's see. And, you know, it, yeah. what can anyone lose from having being grateful? Yeah. Or it, I'm sure the staff gratitude. every morning
0: see my email and they are like roll their eyes. but
1: And they don't. <laughs> Here you know, she is again on time yeah. every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Most of
0: the time they don't. You know, like they're not doing like I'm not asking for deep analysis of the, you know, like no. Aaron, button pusher Aaron this morning said he was thankful he doesn't have allergies so he could have peanut butter on his toast. Oh,
1: my God, yeah. So sometimes they're just, like, little things. Yeah, but it's true, like, because, you know, when – Kids, my kids, ask for peanut butter on their sandwich. I'm like, sorry, you can have that on Saturdays and Sundays because we are nut aware at our school, <laughs> so we are not allowed peanut butter. <laughs> also, Aaron, sorry, I just added your gratitude there. <laughs> oh, is it anonymous? Is it not everyone anonymous? just
0: replies to my email? They okay. don't. It's not a group thing. They can just reply all if they want right. to, but nobody does. Oh, so I, I think they like so to weird. keep it. Yeah, especially so
1: if just it's about peanut butter. <laughs> I
0: send mine to all the yeah. stuff, what I'm grateful for and what I'm proud of that I did the day before at work every day. Yeah, because I'm trying to understand a bit more, like what the staff think they do well, and, and like, I would love to like be able doing. to do that
1: in my workplace. But the guys would literally tell me to fuck off. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a bit they, of a different demo. and like we have a, like a different uh, like not everyone would be on their phones like trying yeah. to do it, but and it's a different um, male to female ratio also. But yeah, they would be like they would that would they would turn that into like what I'm not grateful for. That's what <laughs> this those email, email every yeah, day, and they would be like, and I would be getting all sorts of eye rolls. <laughs> don't get any ideas, Aaron. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> you
0: cannot. Tell me to fuck off. You have to do it every day.
1: It's part of your employment <laughs> I'm contract. Also, you need to be grateful. Um, but yeah, I think that it's like those. I think little introducing things. a daily ritual is definitely a mood elevator.
0: Yeah, it's a calming thing that I do yeah. every
1: morning when I get to
0: work, and it sets me up. And even the process I've started this week of putting my schedule in a certain way now on Instagram yeah. because I'm trying to show that I like yeah. work. Um, it's in not case just...
1: we all were like confused about that, because <laughs> well, all I was
0: showing was be podcasting. And so I was like, people are thinking like, oh, she breezes in for these fun podcasts and <laughs> yeah. breezes out. It's like, there's no breezing yeah. over
1: here. Um, but there'll uh, be no breathing in the podcast no. <laughs> yeah. soon either. Eh? Like, you'll be like call Skyping everyone in. Exactly. But um I think that
0: doing, like, the same thing every morning, having a ritual. I'm very bad in the mornings for, like, getting up and having breakfast and all that kind of stuff. And I've never been able to be, like, have a ritual with that kind of thing or a routine. I'm terrible. But I notice that because I get to work, no one else is here. I get to he- work very early. I have that, like, 15, 20 minutes where I can do those exact same things every yeah, day. Because it I'm doing it. Doing yeah, it doesn't matter where you're doing it. It's just as long as you're doing it. Yeah, I'm finding it really um, – It makes me feel in control as well, which Mm -hmm. is another tip, I think, that whenever I have felt overwhelmed or stressed, the first thing I do is pick up a pen and paper and write down my to-do list. And even if it's the littlest thing, send this email, remind this person of this, because the action of crossing something off Mm, once you've done it- makes you feel so much better and it makes you feel in control and like you're making progress, even if it's a small step. So if you do feel stressed and overwhelmed, that's my number one tip. Write everything down so you can see it and then you can like attack it.
1: Yeah, and I do that every Sunday with my little Kmart weekly calendar planner thing that I got. And since I've been doing that, I've had way less fuck-ups in my schedule. I've uh, asserted a problem before it happens. I'll be like, oh my God, this day is so full but this day is a bit empty, like let's move some stuff before I get there, before I feel overwhelmed, before I overcommit myself and before I start telling everyone I'm okay <laughs> and I'm whistling away at my desk. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, I think definitely – and not everyone has organisational skills but there is like just, you know, even everyone has a phone, everyone has their notes. I actually love the part in my notes that um, – You know when you can do the little circle and you get to press the button and you've done it? Oh, (laughs) yes. That's like one of my most favourite things and I'm trying to teach the kids about that too, that when we go to the grocery store like after school to get a few things for dinner, I write the list. Well, they actually type it in the car. The spelling isn't great but they type it up so then one of them gets to hold the phone when we're in there and they get to tick it off as being done And um, because, you know, they're like the the next generation. So like instilling things... In kids from a young age, like that, is um, one really fucking hard and brain-numbing sometimes. But two, it's going to teach them life skills that they don't teach at school. Yeah, they do not have an organisational like organise your yeah, schedule exactly. like thing at school, and it's one of the most important things that you can do is know how to organise a stressful situation but also like set a routine set a lifestyle because once they're already in one at school but they're being told daily what to do once you walk out that school gate you need to have your own set of skills to um one if you do suffer from anxiety or you get stressed easily to know how to manage those things yeah exactly
0: Um, another thing that i think is important is that you are communicating with people how you want to. What you expect from them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for me, especially when I started this sort of cancer journey, um, I, I have family who are over the top positive, where it almost borders on denial. Yeah. And so that was sort of damaging to me because it made me feel like when I was upset about my cancer, I couldn't go to them because they made me feel a bit like I was a drama queen. Mm -hmm. Not intentionally. That was not their intention. But because they were going, oh, it's not a big deal. It could be worse. Let's not worry. Yeah. Yeah. It made me feel like, oh, I'm being unreasonable. But then it's like people like you were like, no, no, you just told told you have cancer. (laughs) It's not unreasonable. You know? So and they were just trying to get me into a good place. But actually it wasn't helping. It was actually making me feel guilty for having emotions. And they don't
1: know that they're making you feel like that if you're not telling them. Yeah, and so
0: I had to be like, no, I need to take action and sit down with my mum and say, when you uh – too positive, like in this moment, maybe like, you know, a little bit down the track, but right in the moment where I've been given bad news and you tell me too much positivity, it's actually making me feel worse because of this, that, and the other. And I had to be very clear with my emotions because people. I think I needed to set up a support system of people that knew how to handle what I was going through. I think it's important to note that you can't expect
1: everybody to know how to treat you the way you want to be treated and sometimes you have to say it and the boundaries that comes down to boundaries and being able to be like look I want the well wishes trust me keep me in your thoughts your prayers whatever um but if I come to you and I'm feeling a specific way um shooting like rainbows at your butt isn't gonna help me right now I need you to hold me and kind of say this is scary I'm scared yeah. and, you know, we're, we're all here together to support you. And But it, people just naturally want to make you feel of good. Of course, yeah. And yeah. you
0: just I can't, like, it's, it's hard but you can't hold on to that. But it's like mm. last week when I said, how do you want people to send you love? Yeah. on that day. And you said, I want emojis. Yeah. You know, it's important because like then when people sent you, like, obviously this is not what happened, but yeah. then if people were sending you messages and you were like, God, why aren't they just sending me emojis? It's like, well, you never told them. Yeah. How would they know? Yeah. Exactly. You can't expect people to know how you want to be handled if you aren't going to tell them that, you know? Yeah. So I think that's important as well. And I found that even with my business towards the end of last year, it became massively chaotic. I got my diagnosis. We started a new business. It was the busiest time of year for all three of our businesses. And there were things that the staff were doing. And instead of being like, that's wrong, don't do this, you should be doing that. I was just fixing them all myself. And I was like, it's faster if I just do it myself. And that became like train off the rails, like unmanageable for me. And so the start of the year, it was like, no, I have to sit down, nip things in the bud as it's happening. Yeah, And that has just changed everything because it's like, you know, I can't, I'm not going to fester on it. It's like, oh, you know, like Ash didn't do this the way I like it. But I didn't tell her it was wrong. So how is she bloody going to know?
1: Brene Brown actually does it in her um, Dare, Dare to Lead that I'm listening to. And so when um, she's talking about her team and when she's like um, giving them direction, she, they'll say, oh, you know, what do you need done? And they'll say, I need you to do this, this and this. And they'll go, okay, paint me a picture. So you verbally then say, I would like you to have, like, you know, yeah. the red hair and brown eyes. You give them all that and you say, and then we've got to take it to the art gallery and we're going to sell it. Yeah. And then if they come to you and it doesn't look like that and you've given them that information, that's when you can be frustrated. Yeah. But if you just say, I need a picture of a person, but you're expecting them to draw you, yeah, like, that is where, like, exactly. the, yeah, it gets gets confusing for the person that you're asking to do something for and then you're frustrated but you didn't communicate clearly what you and needed that comes back to the self-awareness thing again mm-hmm. like you have to be self-aware I'm of bad. what you're doing for someone that's self-aware I'm bad at um, giving direction because sometimes I am too I don't know I think trusting is a bit of overused word it's not like I'm I'm. you assume things yeah I, 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 assume, do that. Yeah, I assume, assume people are in the same way of, like, yeah this maybe and I assume things or I've like maybe already asked like this specific thing like 10 times, um, that I'm like, am I really asking for this again? And then I'll be whistling doing (laughs) what I'm asking. And, um, I'm like, it's like not hard. This is not a new procedure that we have brought into the business and it eliminates so many problems and it takes five minutes. Just do it. But, um, yeah, but then I'm got a really bad habit of not addressing it to its full capacity at the time. And I'd my personality kind of sometimes goes down the joking way. Where It's so I'll easy like, to play you know.
0: things off as a joke and run away from a problem. Yeah. And like everyone does it. There's no one that's like perfect with this. But, you know, if you want to improve.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's always room for improvement, <laughs> isn't there? And then probably mood elevator for me is um, meditation. Yes, yeah, so knowing um, things that make you happy. So yeah. if you're
0: feeling shit, do something that makes yeah. you feel good.
1: Um, sometimes like obviously... Meditating, if you've got a lot on your mind, is super hard. It's not going to yeah. work, but um, guided meditation or a song, like Mine I real dancing. Yeah, shake it off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I'm like that too. I'll put music on, um, also pour a red wine most of the time. But, um, yeah, I think that if you can try and do something that um, can also bring make you still and really address it in your thought process and you're like... A lot of the time I used to have this, I don't really say it anymore because I've kind of embedded it in my brain that I do it anyway. But I used to be like, will I care about this in three hours? Will I care about it in three days? Will I care about it in three months? Will I care about it in three years? And if the answer is like, yes, yes, no, no, I'm like, okay, ask myself again. Will I really? Will I really? And And that's another like
0: choosing your battles type thing. And
1: then until I get like consecutive no's, well, then I'm dealt with it. Okay. Yeah. So that's my like old school way. And now it takes a lot to like ruffle my feathers to the point where anything that like would bother me for longer than three days. Like, and that's, I'm still in therapy though. (laughs) So there are some things that bother me for longer than three days. Things that bother you for
0: longer than three days you me whoever it's because you haven't dealt with them Mm -hmm. so you haven't taken any actions to actually fix a problem and that's that's where it always stems from it's like you know things can bother me about family or friends or work or whatever it is but if I like grab it by the bloody I I wanted to say balls but like I'm trying to make sure that I'm being like non-gender specific with my terms now.
1: Is this time for Um, my mini skirt (laughs) 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 quote? (laughs) <laughs> I shot a quote earlier which I did not approve of. <laughs> Go on, tell him. So um in one of the other TED talks that I was watching about the ten ways to have a better conversation, which I think conversations is so important. And I like my other saying about you've got two ears and one mouth for a reason. But this one and I hope I get it right now, that other pressure's on me, it's like a good conversation is like a mini skirt. Short enough to retain interest and long enough to cover the subject. <laughs> And Courtney was like, "Well, she actually said the p word, and I'm not sure if I can say it, but I would say it all the time." Um, but yeah, she was like, "Oh my I, I god!"
0: Like answer with a Donald Trump quote. yeah no, you were. I yeah, answer.
1: you were like being the mis- misogynistic man, and I was just like, "I say that word all the time." <laughs> Um, but yeah I like obviously conversations and emotions go hand in hand and um, being able to have a conversation about your emotions isn't always the the funnest topic Um, for me also in relationships like horn was like the silent type like if we were fighting um, or he would not speak a word like sometimes for like a very long period uh, of time. They are the
0: worst and, oh, I, and I so I, and I would be like, like, just
1: yell at me. <laughs> like yeah, give me something because I want to communicate. It's yeah. like,
0: to, you know, I've noticed you're not speaking to me. What's happened? Yeah. Everything's fine. It clearly isn't. Could you just tell me what's wrong?
1: No, I'm fine. Nothing's wrong. Yeah. The, the, the okay. no speaking to you I is the worst. can't fix it if you don't tell me what's happened. And then also I feel like it's a bit attention seeking. Like, yes. because, like, like, it's, like, all like, you've, then you're, like, come on, like, I'm trying here, like, and they're just, like, nope, this is so easy, I don't even have, there might be nothing wrong. I and mean, then you feel and so, you so don't guilty. don't know, because they're just and being you silent, of, and you you're just, like, yeah, whereas someone answers you straight away, and you, like, do this, like, oh! I was joking or like yes, I, didn't, exactly. or I offended you. I didn't know. Yeah, it's so much easier to clear shit up. If than, you're that
0: person, don't be that person. Yeah. Okay, communicate with people.
1: <laughs> it makes you feel like as the person receiving it, you feel dreadful and you don't even know why. Yes. Which is the worst. No. Well, sometimes I did know why and I would be like, come on, let's sort it out. Let's yeah. get it done. And then see so where Eden's the opposite. Eden like fights back and I'm like, oh, what shut is this? up. <laughs> Talking. I want silence? <laughs> and he's like, no, and like he's so. Courtney's actually coming over for dinner tonight, and <laughs> I'm um, scared. <laughs> and she's going to meet Eden for like. Well, you've met Eden, but you haven't like sat it down at a dinner table. Well, with I Eden. met Eden one
0: night when he was drunk at a wedding.
1: Yeah, well, that that's fun, Eden. <laughs> so, but um, but he's very loud and he's very um funny and he's opinionated too. So like sometimes we little buck our heads. In regards, I'm like no. <laughs> like three I a three-to-table, that's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, three loud, opinionated, funny people. Should be good. Anyway, oh he's making a roast. <laughs> oh, love a roast. Chicken. <laughs> oh, excellent. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I've lost my train of thought now that I spoke about food.
0: So you're talking about being different communicators. Yeah. How to communicate, have a conversation. You were going to go down that route. Do yeah, well, you I was actually video? trying
1: to find a quiz online and I just couldn't find oh, any. that. had Yeah, I found one, but it was about boundaries and I did it. And I just didn't think that it was really like putting people into like an emotional category. But when I read mine, I have thick boundaries, which doesn't surprise me. Um, and so it's thick, medium or thin boundaries. And it talks about to describe it i know but it was like and you would have it too like you thick. would be thick yeah i think i was a 20 we can do it tonight we'll see okay. but i was Can't and wait. then okay maybe we will do put the quiz up <laughs> oh, <laughs> i'll do a courtney <laughs> test set but um it i was like so i think it went from like um like zero over here like upscale to thin so like okay. really thick was zero and then what does thick mean Thick means like you're thick skinned, like you can take feedback and criticism, but you also give it back and then you have like a strong boundaries in the sense that that behavior is not okay and da-da-da. So um, I'll show you anyway, because I kind of read it and I was like, oh, is this boring? Like I wasn't quite sure about it but well, now I've myself yeah, we'll the spoken about it, you can do it and we'll find out if it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, no, it, it did sound like me when I when I read it. I was like twenty number twenty-five, so from zero to hundred I was oh, like okay. pretty close to like being like Very thick shielded <laughs> in my boundaries. Too <laughs> thick. <Shipping>. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I always like to give everyone a little bit of like research or homework to do when we talk about these topics because obviously you and I are both on like this self discovery self-development and i don't think you can ever have too much information we spend so much time on our phones or netflix and you know um i've actually just started which i'm not probably like the first person in the world doing this but i've actually just started using the internet like button on the tv where oh, you can okay. type in like because i'm so sick of like having my phone you so like
0: really paused after internet <laughs> and i was like what
1: please say more <laughs> Um, I'm so sick of, like, literally holding my phone to my nose to be oh, able to okay. watch something. I'm like, oh, let's, like, watch it on the TV. So I'm, like, typing it in manually and it takes a long time. But you, Ted, TED Talks are on YouTube. Do you have Apple TV? Yeah. Well, you just, like, click the button on your phone it sends it to the TV, Ash. Okay, you can show me tonight because <laughs> I'm not tech savvy, and then I'll show everyone else because no one even knows how to rate and review this podcast. So we're all on the boat together. But um, yeah, so the the top three watches for me are if, definitely number one has to be Brene Brene Brown, The Power of Vulnerability. She I has
0: two TED Talks as well. So yes, just I think I, th- the I think the other one's called something shame. else. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So and she's hilarious with a deep South accent, and she swears and stuff, and well, I I not think she swears she might say like shield. Yeah. Like things she like She
0: has also a documentary on Netflix called Call, Call to, courage, to Courage. Which yeah. is excellent. Yeah,
1: I've loved it's that. It's like a long
0: film from Brene Brown.
1: Yeah, and it was easy watch. And I actually put that in my Insta stories ages ago to see like who had watched it and hardly anyone had. So hoping from that people have actually watched that. Um there was number um two, which was Susan David, The Power and Gift of Emotional Courage. And the third one that I watched, which um, was actually probably one of my favorites because I'm big on conversation, was Celeste Headley, Ten Ways to Have a Better Conversation, and she was funny too. She said she has a famous grandfather in it. I have no idea who it is, and um, she was the one with the mini skirt um, comment. So if you found it, <laughs> Lisa funny, came for a woman. Yeah, if you found it funny, watch her TED Talk. <laughs> I think also
0: the um, Marie book. Um, everything's, figureoutable. everything's Figureoutable. is yep. a good one for people who want to sort of manage their lives a bit
1: better. And Definitely. And funnily enough, I read that book As the Fire Happened. Oh, okay. So that was a really powerful tool for me. Um, and I'm actually doing her online course at the moment, which has got heaps of cool resources. She's just like a wealth of knowledge and she just shares it all yeah. and it's awesome. Um, but, yeah, everything is figureoutable. Like it might not be the perfect solution, Uh, that you first envisaged of how it could work out um, is what she basically is like teaching everyone but you will get to the best version of it if you sit down and work through it. Yeah, well, it's about progress, not perfection. Yes, and I love that that's her motto. I think that that's really... uh, I just said motto and it made me have a deja vu about something I heard when I was driving here. Oh, um, Instagram's motto for 2020 is meaningful conversations
0: oh well, i feel like we're doing that every week so good job
1: yeah so that's what <laughs> they're tick, wanting tick. people to do they're wanting people to slide into each other's dms or on their pages and that's what they're really powering this year is meaningful conversations so thanks for copying us instagram we're <laughs> way ahead of you <laughs>
0: <laughs> you could shout out we'd love Ash if, you could, please. if you're so listening <laughs> um and oh also Brene Brown has an audio book, which is called The Power of Vulnerability, which is also excellent. Yeah, is which that I the, live, the live show one yeah, that, that so I thought it's was like, a really
1: expensive book? And I was like, I'll yeah, start so with a cheaper book. What she did was like, I think it was like over three days.
0: She did like these hour sessions. And there's six of them where she has like an audience come in and she does like a workshop with them. And she did it, recorded it as well while she was there, all on audio. So you hear like the six hours of the workshops. It's just really, really good. Yeah. So I highly recommend that too.
1: Yeah. No, she's a she's a star. She sure is. Uh, cool. Anything else? Anything else? Do you want to recap the just like quickly what the things are that people can do to yep. manage their – So emotions. Mm-hmm. So one, have a conversation about your emotions. Two, create rituals or routines that help you um, – what's the word? Level. Level mm-hmm. your emotions, awareness – um, journaling, we didn't touch on that but that's actually something that was in um, one of the TED Talks too, the girl that I spoke about where her father had passed away, that um, it was her eighth grade teacher that actually gave her whole classroom a blank um, book and said write down how you really feel and pr- know that no one's going to read it and that's when she first kind of realised that she wasn't dealing with her emotions and that's why she went on that career path to then If you that. did
0: that, like right now if I said write down something, do you, how true do you think it would be to how – people know of you to what's on the paper?
1: Well, I think I'm pretty, I think it would be like 90% the truth. Um, I think one of the things that I probably shield a lot more is like the actual major stresses in my life that have to do with like my business Um, and obviously the fire and even though like I worked really hard to like clean up the mess really quickly and keep going there's still so much stuff going on behind the scenes and so much responsibility as staff of you know 26 people that rely on me every day um, when sometimes I just want to be like I didn't even fucking choose this job (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah and that, that, for me, is probably something that I don't share a lot on social media. I don't know whether I should or not. We talk about our pillars all the time. But, um, yeah, I just sometimes think that that's just just too much information. We don't have enough time. <laughs> no.
0: But the, would the people in your life read it and feel like that's what it
1: is? That's who you are? Yeah. Yeah, so you're not bottling up then. You someone. No. You know what I, mean? like- I try, like, at, at work when I've had, like, a little spit – um, even like my brother, the other day I had a spit at him, and um, he, I said something, and it freaked him out. And he's like, "Why haven't you told me any of this? Like, you don't know." And I'm like, "Because you're my brother, for one, and you work for me, and I don't need you freaking out, too." Yeah. So um, I think sometimes that quote that like mountains were made to be climbed, not carried. I have uh, you really remember a lot of quotes, don't you? <laughs> uh, well, have you seen it's my very Instagram impressive. page? <laughs> <It's very impressive. laughs> that, that um, you know, that I I do that I do carry the weight of my my world. Not everyone. Yeah world but the weight of my world I'm very and even in therapy that's where Monique's like we need to get you out of that like yeah. mindset where you need to start like allowing people to deal with their own shit yeah so
0: I think that if anyone's listening and they think that if they were asked to write down how they really feel and the people in their lives that are close to them would read it and be shocked have a
1: conversation then some of these tools that we've spoken about today need to be activated 100 percent yeah and you know you can't if you can't be honest with with yourself or your loved ones who, yeah, what's the point? Exactly. Be authentic, guys. <laughs> Most overused word. And sometimes um, like, it's easier said than done but it yeah. is like a band-aid, you know yeah. What I mean? Like once you start. Well, you end up with a really big therapy bill when you could just use these tools yourself <laughs> no, exactly. and deal with stuff when it happens. I've never done therapy. I feel like you could do with some therapy. Wow. <laughs> wow. I feel like I'm your therapist. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but I'm free. <laughs> yeah, no. I've never really like.
0: I don't know. I just feel like I get what I need from my friends. I guess. Yeah, which
1: is good. If you yeah. feel like I, um, like yeah, I had other things in my life that obviously yeah. you know even with your cancer that like that might be something along the lines that comes something that you're not feeling related yeah. to by people that you might need to talk to others about it. And obviously for me, like I don't have too many friends with dead husbands so I was like I kind of need to go and like be that person with them so when I can come back I'm like still able to talk about it but I'm not like you know really getting down yeah (laughs) ruining everyone's mood (laughs) but um yeah I've covered everything I wanted to cover yeah me too I think so all right. Well, are you doing a with love ash this week? I didn't actually think about it, so oh, we might okay. just do the um, the gift card. I think okay. given the um, economy, we can all yeah, do with idea. some cash at the moment. I'll be. Sco-mo. And we'll send some toilet paper your way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yes, two hundred and fifty dollars worth of toilet paper <laughs> is coming your way. So yes, with the with love ash prize for this week, two hundred and fifty dollar gift card. And all you do to have to win this is share this podcast post on your live stories and tag me in it. And um, yeah, you could have the chance to win $250. Okay, so anyone that doesn't know how to do this because I've got some people who aren't yes, like it's the aeroplane savvy.
0: So yeah, so basically you go to Ash's page and you click on the post for this week that is the video of her sitting in the studio with the like sunrise thing behind her.
1: and <laughs> I'm then wearing un- a black hat. <laughs>
0: underneath the photo, there's a little paper airplane. You click on that and then you click add post to your story and then you go at with love Ash... And then maybe you could do something like, love this podcast. You should listen too, to Yeah. a little review on there.
1: That'd be nice. And then that's it. And then awesome. you're in the, in the competition. Cool. Well, thanks for tuning in. I'm Ash. And just remember, we are all flawed, but we are also fucking fabulous. This podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network. To stay up to date with me, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a review and follow me on Instagram at Ash.